Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Editor's Roundtable Podcast. I am your host, Michael Foster Sanders, and this is a special episode because I have one of my main hit women, 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 whatever, <laughs> coming back to talk about a little bit of her time at the Collegian, uh, Allison Oliver. Hello. I need you to bring it up to <laughs> yeah. the mic. Oh. All right, here I am. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. She was vital to the survival of the Collegian during uh, the dark days of digital only <laughs> last semester. Well, two se- what was it, fall and? Uh, yeah, it was two semesters of full digital. Fall and spring, and uh, she just popped up on campus, so I just want to talk to her and see how she's doing, see how life's going. Yeah. So how does it feel being nominated for two pacemaker awards? Um, it's weird. I, I mean, it makes sense because, like, we had such an awesome team. Um, but I don't know. It's also bizarre that, like, I was a part of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's cool for sure. I'm very grateful to, to be a finalist in something like that. Cool, cool, cool. What were some of your best memories besides standing up to, like, 4 o'clock in the morning <laughs> with these papers about working at the Collegian? Um, I don't know. I really like reporting itself. Um, I really like talking to people and hearing their thoughts and what they have to say, but working with the staff was probably my favorite part, even when we did stay up super late um, and everybody got a little bit delirious and it was kind of funky. It was fun. It was a good time. And there were some stressful moments, but we all pulled together and we made it every week. (laughs) Shout out to a boss. I'll be back. Yeah, boss. (laughs) His catchphrase. (laughs) Okay, okay. Well, Editor-in-Chief. Yeah, tell me. Do you want to you know, talk to Allison about anything? Well, yeah, absolutely. I want to find out what you're up to. Like, oh, yeah. What have you been up to ever since you left? <laughs> oh, I just work so much. Yeah? Uh, yeah. So um, you haven't joined UNT's paper yet, right? No, I don't have time, which, no, is, yeah. which is really sad. Mm. But um, I'm hoping, like, later I'll, I'll be able to join right. or at least, like, get involved in. I know they have, like, a magazine. Mm. They have a radio station. Um but I'm basically just there taking classes, um, and that's about it. So, Do you have a favorite story you reported on for the Collegian? Um, maybe. So the actual event itself was not fun. Right. <laughs> Let me just <laughs> clarify that. But I guess what you could say I'm most proud of is the Powerless edition about Ooh, the winter right. storm. Yeah. Yeah, that was one I, I wasn't able to help on at all because I, I had no power that week. Like, whatsoever. I came in at the the last minute and was able to contribute enough to where the award is also mine. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. But, but yeah, no, I I heard, from what I heard, that that paper was was a difficult one to do. Yeah, you had the lights, you know, the water issue. That was, the water issue was crazy, you know, that, you know, uh, boiling water to stay clean, you know, that's what's up. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um... Well, Wait, so you also, you were talking about you got a award in the mail. It was for your editorial, right? Yeah, it was like, it, I didn't get the actual award, but I was a finalist yeah, right, for right. editorial writing along with Amber and, and someone else, mm. but I can't remember who. So. What editorial was it for? I don't know. It, oh. was just <laughs> <laughs> it was one of them. In general. If I remember, because I remember we talked about this last semester, it was the illustration with the Terminator, right? That a, a bo- yeah. I mean, uh, Amber did? I was really proud of that one. It made people mad. Yeah. It was great. <laughs> Do you happen to know which editorial that was, Mike? 
Because you pitched that idea for the illustration. Yeah, but, you know, we the write Trumpinator. So, yeah, we write so much, so it's like it's a blur. Yeah, yeah, no, you're absolutely right. All these stories kind of mesh together at some certain point. It was about um, fake news and how the Trump administration perpetuated that, I think. There, yes, I, I remember that one, yeah. That one, that one was great. <laughs> that one was fun to do. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. So let me ask you something, sir. Mm-hmm. Since you are the crown now. Right, yes. <laughs> um, what didn't you expect when you decided to take the editor-in-chief job? Ooh. Um, so, like, I kind of prepared myself during the summer to, to expect, like, a really wacky semester, especially because we were also going back to print. But I, I guess what I didn't expect was, um, oh, man, I, I, I didn't expect for it to – work out asterisk <laughs> like I, I I wasn't expecting as smooth of a transition as what happened you know because um because during during the entire summer I was freaking out I was organizing things and then once it happened like it, it went smooth enough for us to like actually stay on the production deadline like oh, we didn't have um well actually on the first issue yeah I'm incorrect so on the first issue there was a picture for the front page that we didn't have because we didn't have any photographers. So um, it was on Tuesday. You know, on Tuesdays we're supposed to turn these papers in by twelve uh, p.m. So I uh, on uh, on Tuesday morning I wake up at like seven a.m. I go all the way to SC and I I snap like a hundred something pictures, just because we needed one picture for for the front page for the dominant photo, and. Uh, Man, let me tell you, uh, my my phone was blowing up. It was uh, Stacy, Chris freaking out, and uh, not knowing that I'm equally freaking out as well. <laughs> you know, this was my first paper. This was like me, my time to shine. But uh, but we got it done, and yeah, I ended up getting that dominant photo, and it looked dope. I say, yeah, man, uh, that was one of my worries about when you was taking over. You you wouldn't have a great staff like I did. I, I'm very jealous of the staff you had. <laughs> you were a part of the staff. Allison was part of the staff. Maddie was a part of the staff. Uh, who else? We, we had uh, Janine. We, we had Logan. We had... Um, um, I, I know I'm forgetting people. Lydia? L- yeah, we had Lydia. We had Linda. Um, are, is that it? I can't remember everybody. As far but on, the, on the writing side? Yeah, as far on the writing side. But the designers have pretty much stayed the same. You know, a boss, Amber, and Crystal. Yeah, I was like, yo, he's coming in with nothing. <laughs> yeah. So let me let me stay. And so he will at least have something right. to work with. Because, look, when Chris, it was 2000, 2019. Right. No, what was it? 2000, 2019, no, 2020. Uh-huh. When Chris called me about the job, I was at uh, Uncle Julio's, <laughs> right? He's like, hey, hey, Mike, you got some more I talk to? You? I already know what it is. Yeah. Right? So I'm like, man, I don't know about because uh, I see what we'll see what editors and chiefs go through, you know. <laughs> yeah. And the way I had to run a paper, I was like, I can't. I have to mentally separate myself from it and put a block right there because I'm not about to let them drive me crazy. So that's why my, I guess managing managing style was it was I wouldn't say it was lax, but I put capable people in place to know they was gonna get shit done. Right. 
And like I said, y'all came through. Y'all was just blowing shit up <laughs> and just and like I appreciate y'all, man, yeah. because. <laughs> I don't know what the hell I would do without y'all. Oh, man, like, <laughs> if it wasn't for having Allison on my side, oh, man, I would have gone crazy. Joker origin story. Yeah, I would have had a Joker origin story. Because, yeah, no, uh, primarily, like, all, all that stuff that we would do, like, all, all those pages, those headlines, those cut lines, those meetings were me, you, and Allison. And that, that was pretty much about it. And, of course, the designers. But... Like, <laughs> if if I hadn't had that extra set of hands, it, it would have, oh, man, my, my mind would have absolutely blown up. All right, cool, cool, cool. Well, to the future. <laughs> right. <laughs> what stories future. are we looking forward to this week? Yeah, for this week, so I'm, I wrote a piece about the Movers Unlimited on any campus, and uh, I got to sit down and speak with um, the director and lots of the dancers. And um, that was pretty cool. So they, they ran like a routine for me. So I walk in and I was treated like a king. They did a routine for me. They did like a whole bunch of poses for me so I could grab photos. They, um, uh, Keyong sat everybody in a circle to talk with me. So that, that was probably one of the coolest experiences I'd have had writing a story. I think it's because you bought twenty dollars worth of damn. Bank yeah, it's because I pay. So <laughs> then they came around and they had a basket of um of like uh, desserts. So I gave them 20 bucks because it was like being donated or whatever. And uh, I'm pretty sure that's the only reason they treated me as nicely as they did. You got to do what you got to do. I paid for their respect. <laughs> I, I'm like that stepdad that's really trying to earn the respect of the, the, the kid. <laughs> so um, what other stories do we have? Um, so we're, we're also talking about um, Greg Abbott, TCC's opinions on Greg Abbott and um, – his recent policies and mandates on, like, abortion and uh, masks. So um, that's being written by one of our new writers, Austin, who will slowly be introduced within these coming weeks. And uh, and he did a great job with that. Like, some of those direct quotes were really good. And then we also have another uh, political story talking about the governor race in, uh, in 2022, discussing um, the potential run for uh, Beto O'Rourke and, um, and Matthew McConaughey, and uh, and then again, Greg Abbott discussed. Wait, 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 wait! You said Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, he's 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 running. <laughs> R- running is what? Governor, Governor Texas. What party? Um, I I don't know. I I didn't write the story, <laughs> and um, I I'm pretty sure no one ma- no Matthew McConaughey. He he's he's probably a pretty blue dude, right? Wow, what, what are you going? What, what where are you going with this? You know, is is that kind of a stereotype? He's kind of a blue dude. What? What? What do you mean? I, I'm what? Just what? He? I mean, he like. Okay, maybe, maybe he's a super red dude. Who knows? Look, uh, check out last week's episode of why we very hands off or why we, why more hands on now because cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> we, we we got into some topics last week in the podcast where. <laughs> where oh boy! You know, uh, um, you know, Jose here. He asked. Another uh, Mexican American student. Does car have hydraulics? <laughs> that 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 is completely <laughs> out of context. Firstly, let me just say, you said another Mexican. No, my, my you, no, 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 no. You, you no, said another my, you American. Know, know what, <laughs> I am I not take, Mexican. I, I, I take that one. He's El Salvador. You know what? I take that one. My bad. Wow. Forgive me. You know what? Forgive me. Yeah. But you're not going to counsel me because <laughs> you asked a Mexican American student. Did he have hydraulics on his car? I, that is out of context. I, I didn't mean it like that. Well, sure well, well, so how did you mean it? 
I was just saying. All right, all right, look, look, look. For context, he said he had a low rider. Mm-hmm. When you think of low riders, you think of hydraulics, right? Like, yeah, that's valid. Yep, see? I, look, have you ever seen the Cars movie? You, the, the, those cars had hydraulics. And I'm 38 low- years old. I haven't seen <laughs> So them you yet. have seen them. No, I have not seen the Cars movie, but I know what hydra- I know what a low rider is, and all low riders don't have hydraulics. Oh, my God. This, I, I am being put on, like, <laughs> an, an unfair spotlight. <laughs> so, what's what's your plan? So, you said you plan on going back to, uh, well, you want to go back to writing eventually, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, I remember uh, in, with your time at the Collegian, you've mentioned wanting to be a journalist for musicians. Yeah. Right. Can, mm-hmm. can you go a bit more into detail about that? Um, I mean, I would love to work for, like, a rock magazine or something like that, um, and I kind of want to start, like, my own blog or something Mm. like that, um, just to practice, uh, and, you know, maybe if, if someone sees it and they're like, hey, this is pretty good, that'd be cool, I doubt that'll happen, but, like, (laughs) you never know, um, but yeah, I really, like, ever since I was really young, I've loved going to concerts. Mm. So my thought process has kind of been, if I could just go to concerts for a living, I would. And I'm like, well, I mean, I could, I could try. Mm. So, (laughs) yeah. What's stopping you from starting a blog? Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you go. Myself. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Allison Reviews last year was very, very, if I can just give you a, a word for it, um, it, it just painted pictures, and I'm not just saying this because she's a, a former employee. Um, she was just wonderful with her pieces, and I learned a little bit something, which you know, I, different different genres of music, especially yeah. her retrospectives. So. Yeah, man. Y'all go check out those past issues. Just uh, go to thecollegian.com and type in Allison Oliver, and it should pop up somewhere among those lines. So, yeah. Where's my To Pimp a Butterfly review? Oh, my God. I was, okay, listen. I was having a crisis over that last night because right. I forgot about it, and I was like, damn it. I, I promised him that I would write this. And then... I didn't, but, you know, like, if I ever get around to it, I'll DM you the Google right. Doc. <laughs> like, just make me the promise that when you start your blog, that'll be the first one. Yeah, it'll that, be. That's the first one. Just for you. <laughs> yep. Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Reviews for this week. Reviews for this week. So, it's you and I, actually. Um, I wrote a review for, you go first. I can't remember what I reviewed. Oh, that trash-ass Night of the Animated Dead. Right. Uh, oh, man. Dumpster truck juice. <laughs> he yeah. gave it zero stars. Oh man, is <laughs> that is that a first? I think so. I can't think of anybody else giving something zero stars. Did okay. No, night. No, okay. Front thing. Pet cemetery guy. I think no. Pet cemetery got one a half a star. Right. So yeah, I think this for our first zero star. Wow, that's I, I I'm worried that's gonna look like an error, but hopefully they'll read and, and read the headline and then they'll realize like no, he me- he means it. So so what did you think about it when you seen the review? Yeah, so when I was reading the review, firstly like I, I've always complimented you for this, but like your your use of like dumpster truck juice, <laughs> I was like you know what. 
this this really paints a picture that I should never watch this movie. <laughs> I, I should never. And so I watched the trailer. And I was and I was watching that animation man. And I was like, oh yeah, no, he's right. The the thing that surprised me, it it's Warner Brothers and like it's a it's funded by a pretty big major studio. Yeah, it looks like I I I don't like to be super crass about it. It doesn't look good. It looks it I'm looks a, terrible. I'm gonna be very crass about it. <laughs> Say what you mean. That shit it looks, looks like garbage. Like, uh, Microsoft Paint ninety five. That's what it looks like. It was animated on. Yeah. And like in like the voice the voice talent right. And like I said, I'm not gonna put none of these actors' names out there because I know they're better than that. Yeah, yeah. There's some pretty big <laughs> actors in it. Like I was surprised by that too. I. I thought this was like a very amateur production, but I saw Warner Brothers and I saw some of those voice actors. I was like, what happened? Was the paycheck worth it? And what I want, I want everybody to go in. Uh, I know it's hard to compare um, a live action movie to a animated um, film, but I want everybody to go and look at um, Night of the Living Dead 1990. Right. Which is the the greatest uh, retelling of that story. Wrong. Shaun of the Dead. Here we go. It's <laughs> just how I remember yeah, it. Yeah, this is, you never left. <laughs> I never left. <sighs> Shaun of the Dead, it, it doesn't even start the same way. It, 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 but it's a better, it's better than George, George Romero's version. Technically, this is Tom Savini's version of <laughs> <Right. laughs> Night of the Living Dead, but the performances... Um, you just had in that um, that movie, especially Tony Todd, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which he's an excellent voice actor, by the way. Yeah. And like I said, the guys, like they did nothing for what that movie put on for them, you know. So, yeah, like I said, it's, it's, it's dog feces in a bag <laughs> on fire. That's basically what the movie is. I remember what I reviewed, by the way. What was it? Uh, I reviewed Dear Evan Hansen. Which I also gave a bad rating, so we have two bad reviews on this paper. That movie was not good. It what? was it was not good, man. What's the movie? What's the movie about? So it's it's an adaptation of a musical, and it, this is a Tony Award winning musical. But um, but it, it's, lots of the comments I have for the movie itself also pertain to the musical, like how it handles suicide and mental illness. But um, like Ben Platt, man, he's old. <laughs> He's, he's old and he's playing an 18 year old. He's like 30 years old. And so you, his face is like caked with makeup. Caked. So when the lighting hits right, it, 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 he looks like a vampire from Twilight. It's, it's, it's odd, man. And that's just like <laughs> one of my issues with that movie. Like, oh man, I, I have a lot of issues with it. it. It was not good. Don't watch it. Read my review though. But don't watch it. Anything you re, uh, looked at and just want to give a quick. Um, I don't remember the last time I watched a movie, which is really depressing. Um, not really. I mean, I guess like in terms of music, I've been listening to a lot of Deftones lately. Mm. Um, they're really dope. All right, on um, the spot review right now. So 300 words, go. Oh, damn. Uh, okay, okay. So lead, <laughs> go. First lead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is a metal band. And period? Okay, <laughs> body, are, body paragraph. They are good. <laughs> <laughs> but was, so I've never actually heard any of their music. Mm-hmm. Is Deftones, you said? Yeah. It's it's, it's really weird because they don't 
the band members don't look how you would expect them to look mm. based off of their sound. Like their lead singer kind of looks like he could be re- related to Guy Fieri. <laughs> and and yet their music is very like, I don't know how to describe it other than it's kind of like sultry and like you just listen to it and you just want to vibe, you know? Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just think it's funny. They don't like their appearance doesn't match right. their music at all. Cool. cool, cool. <laughs> Have you heard Deftones, Mike? No, I mean I heard of the group. I've never listened. Yeah, to no, them. I've heard of them, but I've never listened to them. Um, surprise, surprise, thing, since we all uh, we got a couple minutes left, mm-hmm. and we all saw this movie. Let's give it up for Mortal Kombat 2021. Woo! <laughs> Why? <laughs> <laughs> because we're all here. Okay. And we can all give an opinion on this movie. Okay. All right. Well, when did this movie come out? It came out like a couple months ago. I think it was uh, May. Okay, all right. Uh, Allison, your thoughts on Mortal Kombat? Uh, I was very confused. I don't know the Mortal Kombat lore. <laughs> right. So I was like, some of these special effects are kind of cool, I guess. Um. Um, like, <laughs> I could, I could, the soundtrack. Oh, yeah. Was, that, um, the yeah. soundtrack was bomb. Um, but I, I don't know. I can't give it a fair, <laughs> <laughs> I can't give it a fair review. There's no way. <laughs> Well, yeah, to, to be fair, it, it does nothing to explain, like, the lore. Because Mortal Kombat is needlessly complicated when it comes to its lore. Like, what, Mike, you, you got people dying and then coming back and after one game and then dying again, but now they're zombies. Like, it, it's so unnecessary. It, it's like a huge soap opera, kind of like the Saw franchise. Is it? <laughs> don't, don't look at me like that. I mean, because I, I, as a, let's see, I was... What nine when Mortal Kombat came out? Right. I, you know, I, I pretty much got the point, the point in the plot. You know right. what was going on from jump. It wasn't complicated. It was more like a Power Rangers episode. Well, you, you know who's gonna die? You know they let us. You know we we found out about the Great Kong Lao in Mortal Kombat two and what happened and how he got his ass kicked by Goro and we have lost ten Mortal Kombats. What well, nine Mortal Kombat? None of this is explained in the movie. Yes, it does. No, I, Mike. But it, it is not explained in the movie. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, no, it is not explained whatsoever. They're just throwing these characters at you, and they're like, and for people that play the game, they're like, oh, yeah, that's Goro. You oh, know what? Yeah. Y'all should have played the game then. There, there we go. Okay, in there the we review. go. All right, we're, we're done. That's valid, you know. That's, that's a good take. Four stars. <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, Allison, you're welcome here anytime you want to come. Absolutely. Uh, Thank like you. I said, you are family. This is the legacy that you have built upon. So, again, thank you. You're going to make me tear up. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Um, other than that, Jose, um, give us our um, social media and uh, TikTok. Also. Yeah, so uh, we can be found at TCC underscore the Collegian or TCC the Collegian, just depending on what social media website you're looking for. And then you can read our stories at TCC dot. Collegian.tccd.edu. I always get that wrong. Yeah, I'm just going to get a prompt and just put it right Yeah, there. I always get that wrong. <laughs> um, that's for the TikTok also, right? Yeah, the TikTok, is, I believe, is... There's yeah, a we, t- we have a TikTok oh. now. Social media is completely up and running. So. Oh, my goodness. What kind of content are you posting on there? Uh, on TikTok, uh, so that's uh, Juan, uh, one of our new writers. He's uh, he's kind of been the one that's taken over social media. And... um. And it, it, it's what you expect from TikTok. You know, some funny videos mm-hmm. on there. Uh, check it out. It's pretty funny. 
a lot of hipster stuff. You know, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm out the loop. I'm washed. <laughs> but other than that, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Collegian. I say to the Collegian. Anyways, uh, let me restart that over. I just want to thank everybody for tuning in to the Editor's Roundtable Podcast presented by the Collegian Newspaper. Um, we have our paper come out every Wednesday um, online. It's what twelve. It comes out directly online at twelve, right? Or, it's something like that. Okay, no promises, but yeah, yeah. just check it out on Wednesday. Um, also, subscribe to our newsletter. Also, yeah, um, that can be also be found on the website. Okay, but once you uh, go to the website, it'll ask you if you want to sign uh, sign up for it. All right, not a problem. But other than that, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in, and y'all have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye.